Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, it up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch old bandit run. All right, we're back. Tuesday edition, three dudes with a view. It's going to be another barn burner out there. The TVA says don't use all that electricity. And um, and don't plug in your electric cars. Yeah, exactly. All right, my name's Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Clayton Harris, dude number two. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. 84 degrees at 8 o'clock in downtown Columbia. Holy, give the dog some water, folks. Get some water on yourself. Uh, All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Jim. Great to see you. Um, And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, 1979 Central High graduate, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? 77, but yeah, I'm good. Just had my reunion there. It was very, very nice. Good deal. Um, good deal. What, where, where did y'all I'm sorry, Ron. Where did y'all At the Elks Club over there off of WKRM Lane. Did you have a good crowd? Yeah, we had a big crowd. It was good. You know, it was good considering, uh, you know, getting on in age and people come and go, but it was nice. They did a good job. It was Cindy Marl and, and Rhonda did a great job of getting it put together. It was very nice. Very nice. Good deal. Looks like you're on the road somewhere. Where are you headed? Uh, going to fly to uh bourbon tour up in the Four Roses Bourbon and Maker's Mark uh, Distillery with some friends and see how the bur- all that bourbon I drink, see how that's made. Uh, that's good. I've been, uh, I drink so much bourbon. I've been offered asylum by Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good work if you can get it. Um, yeah. All right, Ron. Your column. Well, it'll come out tomorrow in Main Street, Murray, uh, Wednesday, and uh, but it's it's already out there online. And uh, Ron, you take on. Uh, Roe v. Wade, the uh, pending uh, decision before the United States Supreme Court, and abortion in that column. That's that's some. Uh, yeah, that's, probably not a good idea. But and I'm pro. I'm, you know, at the end of the day, I got to be pro-choice. You're libertarian. You're minimal government, minimal intrusion. Not the government's decision that you leave these decisions to individuals. And I don't mind the idea of leaving it to the states that much. But uh, I just, you know, it's a tough choice. Obviously, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't have an abortion or want to have one and, you know, whatever. But it's just, I don't like government limiting anything that we can do, uh, you know, be it anything. I don't think that they have the judgment, the uh, track record, the wherewithal to decide for me was, you know, what's right for me. So I know it's a tough decision. I know it's very emotional. It's probably not popular uh, there. But, you know, it's just not the, the government's role. It's a bad timing for the Republicans. They're getting ready to, you know, slack them in this election. And then they, you know, they come out, somebody leaks this memo, and they come out and say they're going to, you know, overturn Roe versus Wade, which is not true. They're not really overturning it. They're pushing it back to the states. 
but you know the, the suburban housewives, sixty percent of the country are pro-choice. You know, Ron, I agree with you in in, in this sense. Um, looking at it through a purely political lens, because nobody likes abortion, but um, you know it, it's it's there, so you got to deal with it. Um, but uh, the Republicans are going to be the dog who caught the car on this one. Uh, they've been demagoguing this issue and fundraising on it for years and knowing that Roe v. Wade is going to prevent them from doing anything, uh, about what they promised to do. And now all of a sudden the Supreme court's going to say, okay, let's see, (laughs) here it is. Do what you want. If this actually happens now, I, I was looking at some national polling in the wall street journal yesterday uh, you're right. The country is pretty evenly divided. And I think the same holds true in Tennessee, uh, on abortion, at least in the first trimester. Now, nobody in their right mind supports abort an eight month old baby, but the first trimester, the first 12 weeks, and there've been several different polls and each one was worded just a little differently. And so you get a different result, but basically the country is evenly divided and so yeah some of the streams of the democrat party pretty much believe you can be almost aborted upon upon birth i mean no one believes that but i mean it's you know everybody has their strong religion very strong religious people believe you know no abortion at all some moderate religious people believe you know first trimester you know life begins in the first trimester and uh you know the jewish community believe life only begins when they become a doctor or a lawyer (laughs) there you go and so you know, this means that in all likelihood, if this thing goes through, well, first of all, what I'm most concerned about is not abortion or no abortion, uh, but the what this does to the rule of law and stare decisis, uh, you know, which is the doctrine that, a, that once a court rules and, and the law settles, that it can't be changed. Uh, unless by the legislature or other appropriate procedure. In this case, Roe v. Wade, 1972, was a constitutional decision uh, based on the reading in of a right of privacy in the Constitution. It it was not much of a well-reasoned legal opinion to begin with. Nevertheless, it has been law of the land for 50 years now, and people have and states and everybody else have uh, adjusted their lives to rely on what the law is. Now, if Roe v. Wade is reversed, then stare decisis goes out the window. And let me tell you what the damage is going to be. From now on, no matter how long, no matter what, the Supreme Court of the United States and all courts are going to view, be viewed as just pure political bodies. And the whole right. object is to get the and, – and so from now on, if, if Roe v. Wade is tossed, it's just, you're just going to be trying to get the judge who's already said he's going to decide in your favor installed as judge. And that's what the game will right. be about. And well, that's what John Roberts is seemingly trying to fight against. You know, he, he could have overturned Obamacare, which is legislative. He chose not to when it was 5-4. I mean, he's, he's a very moderate 
down the middle person. And uh, so, you know, the, but the sad thing about the Republicans, you had Souter, you know, pretty much voted as a liberal, although you pointed by Bush the elder, is that the, the Democrats on the Supreme Court, you look at the history, they vote like 98% together. They, they're, they're lemmings, they vote together and everything. The Republicans, because you got different factions, libertarian, uh, strict uh, constructionists, you know, the Constitution, the religious conservatives, uh, they, they split a little bit. Uh, they, you know, they're only like 60 or 70% together on these votes. So uh, Democrats are a lot more political than the Republicans. The Republicans are doing the thinking in the middle. You had Kennedy for a long time was that Republican. It's like John Roberts. So there's some thought put into this, but Roberts is, is really loath to to make the court a political uh, uh, faction, you know. Uh, and, and, and so I, I can see him talking to these people into not doing this, you know, between it, now and the release of the opinion. I I think we should hope that he does because, and I'm talking about, start, and that's the, if you read that draft opinion, the it, it, it skewers Roe as a poor legal decision. True enough. Well done. Ginsburg said that herself. Yeah, well done. But then when it gets down to, uh, stare decisis and why that should be thrown out the window. That's where the decision just falls down. It's, it's bad, bad law. And let me tell you folks, conservatives, Republicans have long argued that judges should not be activists. They should enforce the law as is right. not change the law from now on that, that we've put a bunch of, if, if this decision comes down, we put five activist judges on that court. We can that argument will fall on deaf ears from now on. We will forever have lost the argument for conservative yeah. judicial. And Republicans always lament, you know, they always lament that you know they say the Constitution, Second Amendment, First Amendment as written, right? So you can't. It's just a hard thing to do. They shouldn't be doing it, probably. Yeah, you know? right. And and the Democrats will just wait their time until they can pack the court. And get rid of uh, the and put Roe back in place, and get rid of the Second Amendment, and the Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, Eighth, and Tenth, and the other amendments they don't like. So that's that's where this is headed. This is whether you're for or against a constitutional ban on abortion. To there there is a procedure, folks, for repealing a lawful procedure for repealing Roe v. Wade. And that is a constitutional amendment. It takes approval of, of two-thirds of the states to do it. You can do a convention of the states. You can do it through Congress. Probably would have to be done by a convention of the states uh, at, at this point. And But roughly two-thirds of our state legislator, legislatures are Republican right now. And and here's where the hypocrisy of the Republicans comes in. Have you seen any Republicans working to get a constitutional amendment against Roe v. Wade? No. And I think it's because Republicans realize it's a toxic issue for them. And the Democrats... And, and the same reason Democrats don't fight too hard on the Second Amendment, too. They just know at the end of the day people like their guns. So it's the, they're, they're pure political. And, and Republicans, look... Uh, abortions, I mean, you know, who's that guy over there, that doctor, Dijon A, wasn't he buying abortions from people or something? He came out, he was a big, you know, pro-life guy, and he found out he'd, he'd purchased a couple of them. <laughs> uh, the congressman over there, uh, is he still y'all's congressman? He was, Dijon A. Was, oh, Dejolay, Dejolay. Yeah, 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 whatever. And, uh, yeah. but th this is an issue, that, I mean, 
and I, I promise you, if if all of a sudden the Tennessee State Legislature has to decide for or against abortion next spring, and our our late winter when they come into session, it will be a hot hot battle. And yeah, I walk. I talk a little bit about Dave Chappelle and his stand-up routine, yeah. and I kind of channel him and quote him. It's kind of a defense, so I, don't, I didn't have to say it. But he says, "You know, I'm I'm pro, you know, pro-life. I'm against abortion, but it just depends on who I get pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> and he, he goes on further to say, "Look, you know, you, you know, ladies, you have the right to choose your body, your choice. But if you choose to have the baby, I don't want to have it with you. Uh, I don't have to pay." He closes by saying, my money, my choice. <laughs> the way he says his routine, there which is an go. interesting and quite provocative thing. So, I, you know, I, I, I hear what he's saying there. You and I, Ron, I, when I the biggest problem, your, Del can, Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Problem, go ahead. The biggest problem is, is taking a right away from women that they've had for a number of years. And... And when a wim- when women want to make a choice, they make a choice. And when the government says you can't make the choice you need for your own protection or whatever reason, then that that goes against the grains of American democracy. Well, I think that's what Ron's saying. Yeah, I think the less rules, the less uh, dogma, the le- the less doctrine, the less rules by government, the better. Right. So, so when, I'm, when I'm faced with a very tough decision about what government should do. I always side on does it does it enhance or reduce freedoms? You know, I, I and, mean, yeah. Okay. So if it if it increases freedoms, are you for? Generally, generally speaking, yes. Uh, I just you know, I, I, I I've got a lot. Of, ooh, I'm having trouble talking. I got a lot of mixed feelings about abortion. You know, and, and some some. Yeah, I got it. Uh, so it's it's hard for me to say I'm for it or I'm against it. Uh, if we just leave it to the women, that that will solve the problem. Leave it to the women. Well, what I do think, first of all, is it's going to destroy forever the argument for conservative, non-active judges. It's also going to put the Tennessee legislature in a spot next spring where they got to decide. And I think the Republican Party is going to vote lose. The per- permanently lose the support of a lot of women if they don't take a little more nuanced stance on this. And uh, like, and the yeah. problem is none of them are taking any position, Bill. They're just being quiet, trying to keep buried ahead in the sand, you know? Uh, the ones who've got more sense probably realize that they, they don't want this uh, because yeah. the Republican Party is going to lose a lot of women and some men, too. If they Except Marsha Blackburn, she's always in the in the cur- in the cookie jar, coming up with it's just it's a slippery slope sayings, for Republicans, you know? right? It can't be minimal government, minimal intrusion, individual responsibility. But in this space, we're going to tell you what you can do. Okay, in Coach Mike saying we got to take a break. We do need government, though. All right, Coach Mike saying we got to take a break. Let's do it. Come back.
Parks Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. 
My name is Sheila Butt, and I am asking for your vote to be the next mayor of Murray County. I believe in our God-given rights and that our Tennessee Constitution is correct in saying that the power is inherent in the people. As your state representative, I stood against egregious government mandates, and I will find a plan for more controlled growth in Murray County. I hope that with your vote for Murray County Mayor, you will stand with me for faith, family, and freedom in Murray County. This ad paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Chairman. Okay, we are back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, Dale? Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, uh, Ron Hart. How's it going, man? Good morning. Good All morning. Right. On the way to that bourbon. Good work if you can get it. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, let me let me mention something to Ron. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, I, I feel your pain when you say you need less government. But in a society where you have an abundance of freedoms... There's always people that go to the extreme. And when you go to the extreme, it is government's responsibility to protect the population to have laws to try to curb that extreme. And if we're in a perfect world, yes, you would need all the laws. But we live in a democracy that provides other freedom. Other countries, China, Russia, they don't have all the laws, but they don't have the personal freedoms either. So we do need government. When people wrong the citizens, government's necessary to try to correct that. So are you trying the more to defund wrong, the police? The more, the Democrats want to defund no, the police. No, defund defunding the police. When That's they what you guys said for years. When they said defund the police, they were saying create systems that can deal with other issues other than criminal. And and that meant having maybe a social okay, so, worker. That's, so defund like, was just a bad word. They just chose a bad yeah, word. Yeah, defund was a bad word. Yeah. It, yes, so, yeah. You know, every every leader is saying we're not talking about defund. Adam Adams up in New York, he explained that explicitly. He, Don't defund the police. And he was an ex-policeman. But yeah. freedoms require, in this country, government. Because people go to the extreme. Now, why? Because they don't want the responsibility of doing the things that they ought to do. They want to exert their proudness to do things that they shouldn't be doing. And that's why we still have this criminal element in every part of society, in the white collar part, in other economic uh, areas. That's why we have it. Got to have laws. Got to have government. Got, government's here's, got here's to Here's the problem with laws, though. The way, the way they do laws, Mr. York. There'll be an emotional issue like a shooting or whatever. There's a 9-11. And they'll run in there and they'll put laws on top of laws on top of laws where no one really understands what's legal anymore. And it becomes capricious on the part of the government as to who they go after, who they don't go after. Uh, like the nurse up in, in, in Nashville goes, goes criminally tried for basically a civil mistake on, on a patient. That was a show trial. I mean, it, there's enough laws on the – you read Cato, the libertarian think tank. Each of us commit a felony twice a day. And if they want us, they can get us. And I don't like that piece of it. I don't simple, understandable laws. And when in doubt, don't make a law about let, let personal responsibility come into play. 
Yeah, you're right about that. So many folks are are gaming the system in every way. Gaming the system in every way. The system too, and government games the system too. The the Russian hoax. You don't think Comey and the and or this January sixth show trial. You know that game in the system. That's not political. January sixth is not a show trial. There we go. Actually happened. It's, and if you go along with what happened not a January trial. 6th, you, you, you just like the rest of them. It is a show That's, trial, it's except when I like trial. it. It's trying to explain what actually took place. And when you all sent all your money to Trump, you, you they even let you know, know where it was going, you know, to his little uh, personal hotel and to his personal packs. Didn't do what? anything that it was supposed to go to. $250 million, you know, y'all sent to him, and he's spending it like it's his money. On his hotels. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hotels, his businesses. Yeah, Mark Meadows, a million of it. You know. What about the BLM woman who built herself big houses out there? I, mean, I don't know about the Trump thing. I, I doubt he did that. He'd be, he, he can't do The Trumps can't do anything because they're, they're, they'll get pulled before the court. In Southern District of New York, or whatever, if they if they jaywalk, so I find that a little as hard. As much to believe. damage as Trump has done to humanity in New York when he was in real estate and he screwed over people, he deserves whatever he gets. I tell you what, listen to that hate. Listen to that hate. I that hate. It. I love it. Hate this that's morning. No hate. Oh, that's hate. That's hate. That's hate. Yeah. What has he, he done to humanity? Because he he's wrong, so many people. <laughs> Well, let the, let the system work it out. I mean, the system you, you will work it, it out. Yeah, hate, but, yeah. but it's always it's always these general allegations with nothing specific. This so you're saying he got two hundred fifty million fact, dollars? Buddy, it's not general allegations. And they told you, Delk. You've been hollering for years. They had suitcases of ballots, and the guy explained exactly what took place. Wasn't suitcases of ballots? Have you watched Two Thousand Mules, Mister York? Bill Barr knocked that in the head. He said that was idiotic. No, he didn't. No, no he, he didn't. Bill he Barr testified that 2,000 meals wasn't worth the papers written on. It's, fu- it's funny how Democrats will quote Republicans when it benefits uh-huh. them uh-huh. and how they'll defend a Cheney when it when it benefits them. Well, Cheney's um, trying what, what to be Barr truthful, and y'all don't Dominican... like the truth. I don't know what's wrong with you. You don't See, like I the mean, truth. But, but you sure. like your own truth. So, you know, like uh, Kellyanne Conway, the alternative facts, y'all deal in alternative facts. Yeah, but you're demonstrating why we're not going to listen to the left. Right, two, two years after the facts, Trump's still being mentioned. And just listen to the hate. You know what? You know what? First of all, two or three different things about it. Now, Ron and, and Main Street Murray, uh, right opposite of your column each week, they run a cat. Uh, a, a Democratic column by Seth Campbell, who's a local school teacher, um, and uh, Seth, it's it's called the Big Lie to Gullible Base. Where uh, th- this is the same guy, you know, who wrote about the guy screaming from the back of his manufactured home, you know, and uh, so now he's calling us all fools. Uh, said we're gullible base, and uh, and Times of Chattanooga Times Free Press polls showed that only forty five point seven. Uh, percent of Tennessee voters believe that Biden was legitimately elected. Uh, so less than half, less than half. And uh, yeah, and, and, and the other thing too, what you missed, Mister York, and everybody on this bar thing, bars and, and Rathersburger in Georgia, all they're saying is that the votes that they counted were correct. 
Correct. Now, stop. Full stop. Now, the question that 2,000 mules addresses, how did those ballots get in the ballot box? There you go. Correct. Correct. Okay. Now, Trump, with the Dominion, with the Dominion voting machines and Rudy Giuliani sweating the way he did, that was stupid. I mean, they're wrong. I mean, I, I, he looked like a fool, and it'll, it'll damage him for a long time. You don't hear from Giuliani anymore. That was the wrong way to go. Trump is was hyperbolic about it, no doubt about it. Well, I, I'm just trying to be reasoned and logical about it. Jesus is trying to make money. You think he's going to make a film that supports Democrat the Democratic side? Ms. No, York, he's not going to make a are film. You saying he's that, more conservative. He makes a film to support conservative views. The people think Ms. Michael York, Moore is going to make Ms. a film that report. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying that all of those security camera films of people wearing blue gloves dropping uh, hundreds and thousands of ballots in ba- in, uh, in ballot boxes, they're 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 uh, staged fake films? Is that what you're saying? That that's staged stuff. Yes. Wow. 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 Like the moon landing. Let me get you a ticket to Area 54. You know, just like you all can't believe President Biden is President Biden. He's a legitimate president of the United States of America. Trump got his his clock cooked. Well, you believe that Trump stole the election with the help of the Russians for four years. Uh, you know, he tried to do it again, but it didn't work. Yeah, there we go. A hell of a job. This yeah. is why this country is falling fast. I got, I got John Eastman's memo and in six steps, he proposed that Pence would do to turn the election in Trump's favor when he knew he had lost. Everybody told him he had lost the election, but he still shot the big lie and you all well, clearly they, and they didn't have any information they were talking about a whole different form of of of, of evidence okay now i, 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 I don't I, know I, what I, that I, is i think what it was right you know there there was a lot of talk about you various procedures you can't go by your gut there there were a lot of talk about various procedures you know from november to january is not long when you've got a problem of that magnitude and there was a whole lot of talk of various procedures by which uh, the matter could be examined, readdressed, votes be recounted, you know, all of that kind of thing. And the only thing that happened is that the system worked. You know, it came to a resolution. Uh, at the end of the day, the states certified their ballots, which is what they're supposed to do. And the Congress accepted, at the end of the day, Congress accepted their certifications, which is what Congress is supposed to do, and at the end of the day, uh, Trump left town, and Biden was peacefully sworn in on January twentieth. Now the system worked, you know, and but now the system. But Eastman had a plan dealt. Well, what difference does it make if he had a plan? Transition. He had a plan. The that they were trying. To, that's why Pence didn't get in a limousine. There was a report that Pence was. They were going to take Pence out of the Capitol in a limousine. Pence refused to get out of the limousine because they will send him somewhere and let Grassley be the, the Senate pro temp and preside over changing the the vote count. Mr. You know York, what? Miss York, there are rules. Stacey Abrams thinks she's governor. Stacey Abrams thinks she's governor of Georgia. She yeah, I mean, there, there are rules and procedures. Really. But, but that, nobody stormed the capital of Georgia, did they? Miss York, there are rules and procedures. Uh, no one cares enough about Stacey Abrams. Um, there's that. There's the uh, voting uh, procedural act of 1870 or 76, which was in play. There are also various provisions in the Constitution. A lot of them have never been uh, conclusively interpreted, and so 
I mean, that's all John Eastman and the vice president had. They, they had some interpretations that they thought about presenting, but at the end of the day, they didn't. Big deal. Big whoop. Well, Pence didn't. Uh, to, to all the kissing up that he did to Trump, he finally made a quality decision. Well, I, as the vice president, he was charged with that, and, and so that's constitutional as well, and that's how the system works. You know, uh, there's nothing nefarious about it. Uh, and and let's, let me tell you what. Ron, you still there? I think we lost him. I think we lost Ron. Maybe he'll come Maybe he'll come back. But, but the whole thing is that there was a plot. And, and that's what this January 6th committee is, is showing. There was a plot, even after Trump was told time and time and time and time again that he lost the election. The, the numbers your, didn't pan the, out. There's a, Giuliani, I mean, Powell, and, and Navarro were the ones that were stroking the fire, telling him there's he a, won, don't give up, don't concede, don't do anything, which was crazy. And then you had January 6th. You know, I mean, which was actually crazy. Miss York, I, I'm sorry. The crazy here is on the other foot. I mean, there is nothing wrong with uh, when you have an election that turned out like that one, examining the uh, Election Act of 1870, examining the provisions of the Constitution. And uh, like I said, uh, most of them have never been fully interpreted, never, never have been used. Uh, and uh 1876 i think was very unusual uh election where actually i think the person who even won the electoral college ended up not winning that they some of the electors changed their votes anyway that 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 act was passed i'm not sure about that but it it was a it was a similar time in america when uh the north and the south were still trying to figure out how to get along together again and uh and so that act was passed. It's never been called on. It's it's a lengthy act. It's never been necessary to look at it again since that election. Uh, like I said, nobody really knows what it means. And there are provisions in the Constitution that nobody really knows what they mean because we've never had an election where they've been it's been appears you know necessary to call on those provisions so hey but that, Al that's Gore what could have challenged that that law but he, and there was a difference of 500 votes was, and then he ceded the election no to Bush. Strong, no strong. He, he went to the no supreme strong. court and he lost uh he didn't he stopped no the supreme court stopped the counting and and al gore accepted the results this particular Ms. bird York. that you all support so heavily didn't accept the results, even though he was told time and time again that the results wasn't in Ms. his favor. Miss York, you know, well, you, can't, you let Democrats keep counting votes long enough, they're going to win. And by the by the time by the time all the procedure was followed, he accepted and went on. Uh, now that's that's you know, he I needs mean, needs to keep going. <laughs> uh, you know, you're just wrong. I mean. There, he needs to keep going. Go I mean, get an island somewhere and get out of this country. I mean, you know, when you get out the law books and you do research on what can be done and then you make a plan to ask Congress to do what is arguably within their lawful power, uh, you aren't. that's not a plot. I mean, that's just old-fashioned, you know, politics and law. And... You know, don't storm the Capitol and stroke the field. Well, that, that's a different with subject. A big lie, that's with a different a big subject. Lie. But this business you're talking about with the vice president is just uh, ordinary uh, law and procedure that they were debating as to how it should be followed under these circumstances. 
at the end of the day, the vice president. He was trying to change the debate. He was trying to create a situation where it created confusion and then to reestablish Trump as president. There are arguably provisions where the votes can be sent back to the states for recertification. That's what Eastman suggested that Pence do. There's nothing to do it. Congress can do that. Now, they decided not to, you know. I mean, they tried to encourage Pence to do something that he had no power to do. No, Congress can. The Constitution clearly provides that Congress. Yeah, Congress can do it, but Pence can't spearhead it like they were trying to encourage him to do. Yes, he can. He's he's empowered to under the Constitution with presiding over the electors and the and the. Yeah, uh, he certifies the election. Yeah, he's he's the one at the. That's a that's a ceremonial position. It has no power. Well, that's the point, Mr. York. It has been ceremonial because there's never been been controversy in this election there was controversy and there was no kind con- there was it, there was alleged controversy but there was no okay, controversy but and, and got eight million there is nothing difference. wrong with asking the vice president and the congress to exercise their constitutional authority in this case they de- they declined to do what they were asked they didn't really got to ask so let's take a break because Come it back. was the big lie it was the big lie like hunter biden's laptop was a big lie yeah This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hey man, love that car. I've never seen one like it. It's a limited edition. They only made 20 of these babies. And your shoes are crazy cool. Yeah, they're a limited edition. Only three in existence. And is that the new Jumbo Bucks instant game from the Tennessee Lottery? Yeah, it's a limited edition too. Have you ever played one? How do you think I got the car and the shoes? Play the new Jumbo Jumbo Bucks limited edition instant game from the Tennessee Lottery for chances to win up to $300,000. But hurry, these tickets won't be around long. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Welcome to the Tennessee Lottery Speedway, where the race to win big continues. 
competition is fierce as players hit the gas toward reaching the $20,000 top prize of our all-new Raceway Riches Instant Game. And look at that! We have a winner! Could you be next? Speed to the good times with the all-new Raceway Riches Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. And don't miss the Tennessee Lottery 250 at Nashville Super Speedway on Saturday, June 25th. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hot summer weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. As a lifelong resident of Murray County, I've witnessed the changing landscape over the past 52 years, and I understand the needs of our community. From educating our youth to building better, much-needed infrastructure to managing rampant, seemingly uncontrolled growth, we've got our work cut out for us. But with all of us pulling together, we can attain a successful outcome for our little dimple of the universe. I'll be your workhorse on Capitol Hill to ensure it. I'm Jason Gillum, and I'm running to be your Republican state representative in Murray County. Together, we can do better. Paid for by Jason Gillum for State Representative Don Gillum Treasurer. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound to watch on bandit run. All right, folks. You know, you've heard that last segment, uh, and even though we have fun and we all like each other, sadly, I think it illustrates that And Clayton's over here shaking his head. I'm Del Kennedy, dude number three. Clayton Harris, dude number two. How are you? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Well, he may not be. Good morning, Good morning Ron. Uh, you know, I think it, it, it illustrates, though, that uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little older, so it may not happen in my lifetime, but if that's where we are, the union cannot stand. No. Uh, and, uh, uh, that's just sad, but I think that's where we are. Um, and Miss York, you know, and here, uh, you know, the big lie, the gullible base, Seth Campbell, the massive number of Republicans that truly believe Trump was cheated out of victory are living in an alternate reality. Well, I think if you uh, accuse Dinesh D'Souza of staging all those security cameras that he got under Freedom of Information Act from around the country, uh, that you are in an alternate reality. And frankly, Mr. York, you're the only person that I've heard on either side to argue that that was just just staged, those films, those people... uh, because it, ca- it came from it's, this, it's it came like from suitcase ballot boxes. Delk, y'all said that uh, they were taking suitcases of ballot boxes, and you didn't 
you didn't produce the explanation why those boxes were taken were being pulled off from under the table. Well, it looked suspicious. Turned out to be the people. Yeah, but it was explained several times to you all, and you still well, got people. Mr. Still- York, you had heard me talk about that after they looked into it and said, okay, it's okay. I, I left it alone. Okay. All right. they, said, they, said there's, they said there was a work order never put in at the, at the State Farm Arena in downtown Atlanta. They said they had a water fight first. They had a big emergency. They had a big kerfuffle, you know, a little hullabaloo. And all of a sudden, there was never work order ever put in to fix said supposed water leak. So there's a lot of things that are suspicious there for sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a rumor also. That you know, the whole thing was not a rumor. It was okay, a truth. It was okay. Here's what here's what uh, Seth Campbell says about Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, Ron, you're going to like this: a conspiracy laden film created by a convicted felon. And now, that's it. No, that's that's the limit of his analysis. Yeah, that's you know an ad hominem, an ad hominem, a attack followed by a conclusion. And and the same, the same side said that the Hunter Biden laptop was a lie, a rumor, and Seth doesn't even go Russian disinformation. Seth Seth doesn't even go on to explain all those films by, you know... (laughs) Why did Bill Barr elaborate on it, saying it wasn't worth the film it was put on? I am not aware that Bill Barr is... That's what he said in the January 6th committee. It wasn't worth the paper they put on. He said it was another conspiracy just to scoop his mind around. He testified that he told the president at the time of the election that there was nothing to prosecute. That's all I... I doubt Bill Barrow... Other people also told... Other people also told Trump there was nothing to pursue about fraud in the election. uh, Do you think uh, uh, the FBI or someone needs to look into these claims and subpoena people and 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 and, you know die if you do the same? Worth looking into. How about how about the same kind of investigation they're doing on the people that that uh, were there on January sixth? I've never seen such a. I've never seen the federal government go after misdemeanors like that before. Never. Yeah. They put up well, we've never had anybody to be so idiotic to storm the Capitol like that either. Well, let's talk about what January 6th oh, stands. The Capitol, Andrew Jackson, the people stormed the Capitol over the years. And, 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 again, and again, the notion that, that you're going to overthrow the government or overturn the election by storming the Capitol, not even Moose Man believed that. At best, That's why you weren't there, Bill. At, That's at, why you weren't there. All right, what they are they, they going to the the do? They protested it. <laughs> Smash in a brave heart suit, man. He's not. That's why you didn't go, Dell. That's why you didn't take the bus ride. You what, had what common are, sense. What are they going to do? Uh, you know, swear in Moose Man as Speaker of the House and have a rump Congress and then vote. I guess for, that's oh, what he thought. Couldn't he be any worse than what we got right no now. No one knew. No one knew this was going to happen. This wasn't a plan. I mean, to how, the give me the it Moose was Man, Ron. That that's BS. It was planned. How many? Show me where it's planned. They're, they're, Look at January 6th committee's findings and you'll see. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the who, who planned it? The, the, you know what the January 6th committee did? That idiot uh, Adam Schiff. Uh, you were talking about Mark Meadows. They, they leaked all this stuff. And among other things were Mark Meadows' texts. And Schiff actually altered doctored, what, them, yeah. doctored one of Mark Meadows' texts and and released it, leaked it to the press to make Mark Meadows look worse. I mean, this is the kind of people who are doing January 6th. Adam Schiff is probably one of the worst human beings I think ever elected. He's, he's a liar. He's the worst human being in the state. 
Boy, oh, it's amazing how y'all can put tags on people when you don't like the you truth. You know what, January 6th and, and the... You said Russia uh, collusion with the Hillary Clinton-Trump 2016 campaign was... That's dead, Clayton. Talk about something. Oh, 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 oh. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, because for four years, that's all you talked about. Somebody gets a laptop, and then they take images off of it. We don't know if that was doctored or what, you know? I tell you what, January sixth stands guy for. Trying to be famous. Yeah, digital footprint. January sixth stands for the proposition that uh, uh, a police officer can shoot an unarmed white woman police, uh, police uh, an unarmed white woman who's a Trump supporter, and that's legal. Whereas if you're defending the federal courthouse from fire in Portland, Oregon, and the police shoot an unarmed black woman, that's murder. That's what it stands for, and that's, and that's when you exactly what Capitol, January 6th stands and, for. And it's good when you storm the Capitol and beat up police, huh? You support that. You're, you have a right well, to use a firearm. building set on fire. Deadly force in the defense the of your life 6th, or others. I watched the film. The police officer's life was not in danger or was anybody else's in any way. The woman well, a was lot of unarmed. Was in danger when they beat that guy and, and, and tased him, and, and he had to scream, "I got four kids!" And they finally let him go. They weren't taking easy on Blue Lives Matter. I don't know what you're talking what? about. I tell you, let, let's talk about you know. Let's talk about this. They keep saying conspiracy theories. There, there is a provable conspiracy. It's not a theory. On the night of the election, Trump was winning. And and it looked like that the you know the everything was about to come in and Trump was you know I mean and, and Trump was going to be elected and all of a sudden uh, you know in Atlanta the water pipe breaks and in other places they they holler stop the vote stop the vote they stopped the ca- they stopped the counting they stopped the counting with Trump winning in Atlanta Philadelphia Detroit Kenosha what am I leaving out Ron. That's a conspiracy Arizona, right Arizona. All right, all right, let me finish. That was explained during Let the me January finish, you, then you can tell me how it's fake, Mr. York. And so they stop the count in all those places, and they don't start counting again until the next morning. And after that, it's like 85% of the votes they count are for Biden. Now, that is a provable conspiracy. It's just like if five banks are robbed at 2 p.m. in Columbia on the same day, that is a conspiracy net. We don't know who the conspirators are. We don't know the further manner and means of the conspirators. You know, if they had on masks and all that kind of stuff. But Let we do know that, they, that took place, if yeah. they did, if they were robbed at precisely two p.m. in Columbia, uh, then those five banks. Then that is a provable conspiracy. Now, so the election stopped the count. Then you restart the count. Now, in between those two events. Uh, in between stopping the count and the uh, restarting the count the next day, Dinesh D'Souza under, uh, uncovered what happened in those hours, which gave us further proof or evidence that we didn't have until he did the legwork of the means and manner of the conspiracy. And it showed 2,000 people stuffing drop boxes in Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit, Kenosha, all wearing the same blue gloves and all at the same time. Now, that is a provable conspiracy. We don't know their identities. We don't know how the plan was made, the manner and means. 
But we that is a provable conspiracy. And your only answer to it, Mr. Trump, and I ain't even Seth Campbell doesn't even assert this. I haven't heard a Democrat say this or a media person say it that that it was you're just saying it's staged. Nobody else is nobody else has said that those films aren't real. You know. The, the whole thing, Bill, explaining how different counts took place. Mail in ballots in some states aren't counted until the end of election day mail-in ballots in some states accounted at the beginning of the election day and mail-in ballots from some states accounted before the election day that's why the difference in the volume of votes went up against trump and he was leading at first mr york because of military people tend to vote republican no because because military people vote republican older people the, the, the melon bounce tend to cut for the uh, Republicans. The National Caesar's film has not true. They, but the National Caesar's film doesn't have anything to do with mail-in ballots. Day only. Most Republicans vote on election day. They don't go with mail-in ballots or absentee ballots. The National Caesar's film has nothing to do with mail-in ballots. Do mail-in ballots. Be Republican? Say what? There's some military people that are Republican, but everybody's not. When you take mail-in ballots, some, when you take mail-in ballots some, out of circulation, some military people are Republican. Yeah, not all but, of them. The Caesar's film has ever says all, Mr. Yard. Why are we talking about mail-in ballots? The Caesar's film arguments. We think everything has to be all or none. I mean, why why are we talking about mail-in ballots? There's a lot between all and none. You got zero to a hundred. There's a lot in there. The Caesar's film had nothing to do with mail-in ballots. Why are we talking about? Talking about drop boxes. We're talking about drop boxes. It's drop boxes. Well, D'Souza built him a film that would support the, the right, you know, so he's making money off the deal. To you all who were crazy enough to go buy and look at it. Yeah, they really didn't go to the moon. It was just filmed in Arizona to make money. Uh, how's, your, how's your 401k, folks? How's your gas bill? And how's your uh, like, grocery like bill? Like everybody else's, we're down. We're down. And there's a reason why. Yep. yep. Got a buffoon in the White House. Correct. Not a buffoon. You got someone that's trying to do something for the American people, and you got you got the other side well, that's working to make to that. Do yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Other side that's I wish he stopped trying working to do against it. Him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stop trying to do it. <laughs> Same here, Ron. All right, folks. Tomorrow, last day of the week. It's hard to believe. Have a great day, folks.